Part 1. 725. Have the invitations been sent? Yes, my love. They've been sent. Don't you think they'll come? If he's done his work, they will. 1107. Moray Studio was alive with activity. Catering vans had been parked outside the front of the building for much of the day. Most of the regular staff had been sent off on paid leave. Within, Lauren was busy in Den's office, coordinating the event from his desk. She'd been on the phone most of the day with caterers and decorators. The door opened. Tamara and Megumi entered and approached Lauren. She put her phone down and looked at them. How's it going? It's going according to schedule, Tamara said to Megumi. I've brought in some help. She gestured. Belinda entered and approached the desk. Hi, Lauren said, rising. Glad you could drop by. Pleased to be here, Belinda replied. Lauren nodded. You usually just send John or one of the other members of staff, she said. I've seen your kitchenette, Belinda said. Woeful. I could set up a branch of pasta in its place and station some of my baristas here. Including newcomers? Belinda nodded. They could come here for training. Lauren, Tamara, and Megumi smiled. Is there anyone else downstairs, apart from the catering and decorating contractors? Just one other person, Tamara replied. Another entered the office. Tamara turned around and faced her twin sister, Shay. Hi, Lauren, said Shay. I've just come off the phone. I've received confirmation. The guest from Port de Nork is on her way. Lauren beamed. Delightful, she said. What else? I think they're done downstairs, Shay replied. Do you want to come down and see? Sure, Lauren said. She looked at the others. Shall we? Lauren led the others downstairs to the main training room on the ground floor. As they approached, Tamara and Shay stepped in front of Lauren. Close your eyes, Tamara said. We'll open the door and lead you in. Okay, Lauren said, smiling. Tamara and Shay took her hands and gently led her into the room. Now open your eyes, they said. Lauren opened her eyes, turned around and looked at the twins. What do you think? Tamara asked. This is perfect, Lauren replied. Dash. 1546. A car drew up to the car park. Dens. Den got out and headed for the main entrance. Lauren was waiting for him. They kissed in the reception area. Nobody was around. Lauren took Den and led him to the training room, where she asked him to close his eyes. She let him in. A few minutes later, she led him out of the room. He was nodding in approval. Come on, she said. Everybody's upstairs in your office. We've been waiting for you. Okay, Den said. I've been looking forward to all of this. I know you have, Lauren said. She led him up to his office, where Shay, Tamara, and Belinda were waiting for him, seated on the sofas beside the door. They watched him closely as Lauren took her place next to Belinda. Are you ready? Den asked. All four women nodded. Then, in that case, Den said, his voice lowering in pitch and slowing, I have a short story to tell all of you, and it'll really be in your interest to pay attention to every word I say, and to the sound of my voice. All eyes were focused intently on Den. Are you ready for tonight? Yes, said all four women. Dash. Isao's car drew into the empty car park of Moiré Studios at 6.15 p.m. 
The car door opened. Isao emerged, immaculately dressed as always. He made his way straight for Den's office. Den was waiting for him. Welcome home, Den said. Happy to be home, Isao said. Is everything ready? They're all in position, said Den. I'll show you. He got up. I'll just take your lead, Isao said. We haven't much time. The first of the guests are only a few minutes behind me. They were following my car. Den smiled. In that case, the proper greetings and formalities will have to wait. I'll show you what we've put together. Den led Isao downstairs to the vestibule, where a member of Moiré security was already greeting four guests. You probably haven't met in person, said Den, approaching the guests. May I introduce Saga and Greta Sjöberg and Carl London? Pleased to meet you, Saga said, approaching Isao and bowing. Greta and Carl did likewise. Isao bowed slightly, and silence fell in the reception area for a moment. Saga stepped forwards and extended three invitations. We received these, they said. I brought along my plus one. The fourth figure stepped forwards. Both Isao and Den grinned. Welcome, Aisha, Den said. It's always good to see you. Likewise, Den, Aisha said. So, then, what exactly have you got planned for us? I thought that since this is the anniversary of the founding of the first Moiré studio across the road, I might as well celebrate, Den said. All heads turned as piano music began playing from a nearby room. Someone playing the Scott Joplin piece. And I invited you over here because you did some amazing work on our engineering. And promoted your music, Saga added. For which I thank you, Den said. Would you like to come with me? Den led Aisao, Aisha, Saga, Carl, and Greta along the corridor towards the training room. At the door, he paused. I want to give all of you a night to remember, he said, his hand on the door handle. He opened the door and led Aisao and the guests in. The group collectively gasped in awe. The decorators had been busy. The centerpiece was a long, covered banquet table, awaiting the arrival of food. Long back chairs lined both sides and both ends, and Lauren, Tamara, Shay, and Belinda waited for the guests. Another figure emerged from the back. Isao's eyes lit up with joy. Shelley Griffith. He cried out, rushing forwards to greet the Welsh master chef enthusiastically. It's been so long, Shelley said. Since our vacation in Port de Norik, Isao said. Are you here to cook? I am, Shelley said. And I'm not alone. One more person emerged from the back of the room. Isao's eyes filled with tears. Hello, old friend, said Shelley's father, the culinary legend Morgan Griffith. Den turned to face the guests. We've just got a few more guests to wait for, he said, and then our anniversary feast can begin in earnest. To be continued.